1: Welcome to Dr. Pat's show. I'm Carmen Hara. We're going to have a lot of fun. Today It's the end of the year. We're going to talk about prediction of the world is going. And I'm going to be with my best friend today, John Sweeney. And we're going also going to talk about his book and my book and um, find out what's in store for the year to come. What an amazing year, 2010. Is the year of three in numerology. It represents creativity, stability. Thinking how um, um, stable a pyramid is with its three sides. So think that that's what 2010 will be. Is the year when we'll recognize the stability lies in our ability to be creative, to be flexible, to be resilient. And it doesn't lie outside of us. We have uh, learned that as we thought, uh, our life was stable. Think about uh, your stable accounts. Think about the stable uh, Wall Street. Think about your stable job, your corporation, your healthcare care system. And think about how chaotic everything is underneath this so-called stability. So what we meant to learn in 2010 is that the real stability level lies outside of us. We can't find security out there. Security lies within us, within our ability to work with a divine flow of energy and create the world we want to live in. When we live according to this uh, principle I'm talking in my new book, the 11 Eternal Principles, we work with a sacred and a divine, and then we discover our ability to create that stability I'm talking about. Otherwise, we're kidding ourselves about how stable our lives are. Am I right? I think you, you you can sense everything I'm telling you. This is a time of great change, and we must embrace this change globally. We've been resilient and resisting and um, denying and not being able to let go of fear, uh, but we can make positive changes in the world and in our own personal lives because the energy of three supports our creating abilities. The past is gone, and if you can uh, accept that. Um, Uh, idea that you have to embrace the change, then you definitely are not going to make anything good happen for yourself. So if you resist, you'll cause tremendous suffering to yourself. So what this 2010 means, stop resisting, let go of the fear, embrace the change. It's interesting that we've been uh, talking about change, most likely when the um, uh, we were uh, when President Obama was running and we, we were so um, much embracing the whole idea of change. But the fact of the matter is we, we concentrated more on what is considered to be the result and not on the real change. And then we thought that he has to make the changes for us, which, again, is wrong. So we have to make the changes for ourselves. So, as I said, this is the year to stop to, stop resisting uh, the change and work on the change itself to see the results. Life is not what happens to you. It's the way you respond to what happens to you. That's something that we should uh, remember every day. Frame this phrase on the wall, and every day you wake up, remember, it's not what happens to you. It's the way you respond. And humanity needs to respond to what's happening in the universe in the right way. Um, So 2010, the year to acknowledge that all humanity is undergoing a monumental transformation. A monumental evolution of consciousness. So if you do so, you are actually um, uh, bringing your own contribution in raising the level of awareness. So acknowledging your fear uh, and create a feeling of hope. That's what 2010 is all about. And 2010 is about being kind to Mother Earth because if we don't honor our home planet and and we continue to abuse the home planet, we're going to start seeing more hurricanes, more volcanoes, more earthquakes. And I think that's pretty much what 2010 might bring to us, some earthquakes, some um, volcanoes. This is the year when the planet responds to the way we treat the planet. Reach out to each other. Find common ground. You know, we... And I have to ask John about it. You know, John... I'm sorry I kind of kept on going with 2010, but I'm so enthusiastic about a new year coming
2: the money uh i was thrilled to hear you say the things that uh, that you said because as you know the show was not rehearsed and things come from spirit they come to exactly what we need when we need them and you are so straight on right on the money uh, it, it, it's, it's really wonderful and people have to get that because all the time i hear oh i don't know the you know i think the other shoe is going to drop well if you feel that way yes the other shoe will drop but if you go into the year with, with uh, optimistic attitude and you set forth the desire to create a beautiful year, the chances of getting that are so much higher. And you're right, it is a year of change. Nothing is going to be the same, but that also means that it can be better and it doesn't have to be worse. And I, to the people who are out there saying, oh, this is a horrible time, I understand the pain that's going on, but now we all have to work together to do something about it. And frankly, uh, I've got to tell the audience that I have read your book cover to cover, and I think it. when a baby is born, they ought to be issued a copy of your book because the 11 Eternal Principles really lay out how the universe works in a way that's very, very user-friendly. And I want to applaud you. I think you've done a heck of a fine job in writing it. Well,
1: um, you know, John, the truth of the matter is, we are going and coming closer towards the stunning point of 2012. And the global crisis we're facing are going to put more stress on us. So that's not necessarily the best prediction. But the positive message is that knowing that harder times are coming gives us some sense of control over them and acknowledge that this is the only way we will create a different system and stop using our man-made laws versus the laws of the divine because our laws are far inferior uh, than the laws of the divine. And we've been relying on man-made laws for thousands of years And they're never the same. They always change. They can never fix a problem. When I think of man-made, I think of the fact that we have space, time, uh, and that is man-made. We have suffering and killing and dying, and that's man-made. We have anger, jealousy, and fear, and that's man-made. Our emotions, the way uh, the entire system from the economy to the healthcare system is our creation. It's not according to the laws of God. And that's one of the reasons that we are so in shock when we realize that there is a law of attraction out there for thousands of years, but we had no idea that that, that law is actually something given to us and we can actually use it in our favor. And, and also something else that I, I, I stopped uh, before talking to you. You know, I think that we have to reach common ground. We have to stop uh, believing in red state and blue state, and I'm right and you are wrong. <laughs> and this and constant disagreement that exists, we like split in pieces, you know? It's ridiculous.
2: In this country. Do you agree? Yeah, completely. It's, it's ridiculous. First yeah. of all, the, the people that we elect to go into office have to realize that we have elected them to do the best job for all of the people, not for the Republican Party or the Democratic Party. It's not about who wins, who loses, or how they can spoil somebody's success to so they can gain success in the next election. It's, it's about what is best for our country, what is best for all people. In our Native American tradition... When decisions are made, they're not made for the moment. They're made for the next seven generations. And this is what's been lost in our country. We need to return to that natural order so that we're able to make good decisions that come forth so that, you know, seven generations from now. And if it's going to be good seven generations from now, you can rest assured, it's going to be a good decision for now, too. So I agree with you. And, and
1: the also, other... you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking about this, people, you know, and, in position of power that are just fighting for their corner, for their little corner, you know. Stop trying to fight the world and claim your corner and, def- and, and, and defend against anyone else. Be in harmony with the world and be in harmony with each other. And as I said, come together with the divine force of creation. This is the only way we will survive this transition to another era. John, the world is ending 5,000 years of Kali Yuga, that in Hinduism is called mm-hmm. the era of the darkness. Mm-hmm. The era of, of, of killing of the metal, of the iron, the era of guns, the era of, of blood. You know, this, this was a dark era. And we're approaching in the years to come the era, the golden yuga, the era of the next five to up to even 10,000 era peace on earth. When we're not going to see the same suffering, struggling, when we're going to live longer lives. Actually, I'm so excited. The problem is how are we going to cross this bridge from one stage into the next? How are we going to raise the level of consciousness and stop going to war and, and stop... Um, uh, going, um, in an angry way with armies to fix our problems because th- th- that will never, will never happen. In other words, nuclear war harms everybody, even people thousands of miles away. But we're trying to solve the problem with violence and laws and armies instead of this shift upward in consciousness. So that's the real solution in the Middle East. And the real solution of the future is to value wisdom over knowledge. I think that that's where the world should be.
2: Well, of course, and if you look at, uh, you know, you, what you wrote in, in the first chapter of your book, the first eternal principle, the law of totality, that all people and all creatures are one. So whatever you do to somebody else, you do to yourself. And, and when when you see the, the world as being one, and whatever it is that you are doing to benefit somebody else is benefiting you, whatever you're doing to hurt somebody else is hurting you, It becomes a no-brainer to be able to settle down and start looking at the divine in all people, in all things, in all creatures. And when you have that sense of divine, that sacredness of living on an everyday basis that is part of your everyday life, everything changes, and you start to see that all of the changes that are coming can be extremely positive and extremely good. You mentioned uh, about the, the time of the change in 2012. Well... The Mayan people say we're going from the time of the, of the 13 hells to the time of the nine heavens. It's very consistent with the Kali Yuga. We have come to the same conclusions at the same time. But I think it's also very clear that in order for these things to come to pass, human consciousness must, must change to allow them to pass because if you think about how the world works everything in the universe exists as a state of potential it's consciousness that causes the potential to become a, a physical manifestation everything from our body to our situations you earlier in the show come and you said that uh, you feel that people's attitudes help to create uh, you know hurricanes and typhoons and earthquakes i firmly believe that because i think that the earth you know represents the energy that we are putting out around it. And if we get close to the Earth, and we get close to a natural state of being, a divine state of living, then it becomes far less likely that we're gonna have these abrupt abrupt, uh, 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 tables.
1: Well, I totally believe that Mother Earth responds to the way we treat Mother Earth, and the way we interact to each other. And the fact that, and, 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 and one of the other laws that I talk about is the law of harmony the fact that we need to be in harmony with each other and with, with the earth and this is the only way things are going to work. Well, it, I think it, we're probably taking a break as far I as I can. tell, It sounds like a right? break is coming up. Okay, so I think we're, we're going to take a break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with you in a minute.
3: Are you tired of waking with aches and pains? Or call 206-824-5521 and be sure to listen to Dr. Bonnie Burhunt on the Dr. Pat Show. This is Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis and I am here with Becky Miller from Kent, who is another successful client of Positive Changes. Becky, how much weight have you lost since coming to Positive Changes? I've lost 65 pounds. How does that make you feel? It put me back in control. I had no deprivation. If I really wanted something to eat, I would take a couple bites and push the rest away. Was it easy to lose the weight? It was really easy. It made me make better food choices. I didn't give up anything. I think I will really keep this weight off forever losing the 65 pounds affected your health my cholesterol is lower i'm off my blood pressure medication my knees don't hurt anymore my back doesn't hurt i feel awesome make a lasting change in your life call positive changes in bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation that number again is 888-311-7157
5: Optimize your breast cancer screening without any radiation or pain. Effective, sensitive, and widely used thermal imaging in Europe is now available to you here in the U.S., Using state-of-the-art, FDA-approved camera, Eastside's first and only breast thermography clinic is now open in Bellevue. Safe, sensitive, low-cost, no referrals needed. Contact Holistique Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or on the web drdarvish.com. No space to
2: rent in this town. You're out of
1: love. I'm Dr. Pat and I'm with John Swilley today talking about 2010, talking about the changes that the world is going through. And if you want to join uh, the conversation, and I'd love to hear always your opinion if you feel the way we do. one eight 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 i am very happy to talk to you. Uh, about you and about your perspective on where the world is going. And um, we were talking, John, about the awakening in 2010, the fact Mm -hmm. that this is the year of stability and awakening too, because this is the year that a huge number of people will wake up to the concept of the monumental shift in the human experience. So we will start to recognize our opportunity to that positive change, and we will start to recognize that resisting and deniers will have to come to an end and i think that leaders of the world will come together and make some serious progress in solving our global financial crisis though i personally don't know how the financial system is going to survive i almost feel like this financial system is coming to to an end in a way because um this financial system will have kind of to die, to give birth to a different system. This civilization is ha, has to recognize that this was not the best uh, um, reliable system possible, so we have to create something better, something different. So um, I really believe that also President Obama will face a big crisis and lots of challenges to his presidency during this coming year because he planted some seeds, and he needs to see what things... Uh, um the things that don't work um probably the way he thought and he needs to reevaluate and probably more be more flexible in his own decisions too for his own good and for the good of everybody so uh this is a, a fascinating year if you think of the fact how how many things are gonna uh transform and how the consciousness is gonna start going up so what do you think john
2: I think you're right, and I I think that we are facing some very, very serious problems. For instance, uh, the spread in wealth between people is just getting ridiculous, and the fact that Wall Street has had the best year ever, Uh, and the the bonus situation is just getting plain ridiculous, and uh, basically what's happening is... These folks are running the system into the ground, and yes, they're doing well for themselves doing it, but they're destroying the very business that uh, they had set out to build. I think there has to be a huge shift, Uh, and there are some encouraging signs. You know, for instance, Warren Buffett and Bill Gates have gotten together to use their extensive fortunes (laughs) to help other people, and I would love to see the people on Wall Street who are earning the $50 million bonuses uh, shift away from whether or not they're going to get a bigger yacht and see if they can help to solve some of the world's problems. And that change could happen very gradually. It doesn't have to be a disaster. However, if this doesn't happen, I'm going to predict, and I know you're the psychic, not me, but I'm going to predict that we will have a collapse. And I think it'll be a horrible situation for everybody, including the people who have you know done so well with the system. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen. Uh, Cal Garrison uh, is an interesting woman out in uh, Arizona who's written a really kind of a wonderful book about 2012, and her predictions for 2012 and beyond uh, say that you know 2010 is going to be a very very difficult time she bases it on astrology and while i have looked at all of the material that she's put into the book and i agree that all the signs are there that it can be an absolutely horrible year for us i'm looking at it in a very positive way i'm saying that the signs are also there that this can be a time when people come together this can be a time when people use consciousness to make change and that people consciously choose to do the right thing for the all for the one another so I don't see it as being a disaster at all. I see how it could be, but I'm really hoping that people who are listening will pull together and everybody will start working for each other, not against each other. I think, you know, it's time to stop competing against one another and time to start competing for one another.
1: That's such a great point. I also believe that we, we start realizing that if we really want to see results, we have to understand that, that we have to work together to create a um, you know, um, a, a new world out there. Like, for instance, um, Obama is a perfect example of how we look outside for for help and for someone else to make the changes for us. But, you know, the fact of the matter is he doesn't have a magic wand. Uh, we have to rescue ourselves and stop looking for someone else to fix our problems. So I think that um, the, the truth of the matter is is that uh, we kind of always pay the price for for previous decisions, and uh, that's one of the reasons why 2010. And I totally believe that was my prediction too. It's going to be a very turbulent year. I see be, see being like this around the Oscar in April, in in October, and we'll see very tough months uh, for all of us and for the presidency. But this is the only way that we can break through. This is the only way that we we will acknowledge that the system might not work and we have to create something different. And I well, really believe that when a time is ending, there is a big door that opens a different time. And if you go back 200-something years ago, and go back to the time of the first president, you know, it's interesting, Pluto, the planet of regeneration, but also the planet, the destructive planet, was in the same position like it is now. Uh, so it took Pluto two hundred something years to reach from the astrological point of view of the lady that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So she, she, if she looks at from that perspective, and you understand a little bit what the influences of the of the universe um, has with life on Earth, then you understand that we go into that time of huge challenge. And twenty ten is not twenty twelve is not the end of the world. This oh, is God, not no. a doomsday. No, no, it's is the doomsday. Nothing is actually going ha- to happen to us. But it's the end of a calendar, and we've created calendars, and we've been, um, uh, you know, we've been believing that we have to have a calendar all the time. And guess what? We come into zero time when the uh, the compass will pine south instead of north, and that's going to be an, an interesting experience. But the world is not going to end. The world will continue, but there's going to be a new system and a new forms of leader. I don't even think, John, they will have presidents in the future. I think we're going to find new forms of leadership. And uh, I think it's going to be for our own good because we will, as I said, uh, bring more wisdom and more um Uh, wiser people in in, in a position of power to guide us towards a better world. My dream is of a better world for my kids, my grandkids, my grand-grandkids. That's what I dream for this world.
2: And I think that that can happen. I think it can definitely happen, Carmen. Yeah. But the thing is, is that you and myself and every person listening today, every person on the planet, has to start that process right now. And if we do not accept the responsibility for making those changes, if we, if we try to pass it off for somebody else to do it for us, it's not going to happen. If we take the responsibility and do whatever we can on a moment-by-moment basis, then everything will change. And it'll change quickly. It'll change in a decade. And I think it'll change in a very, very positive way. I'm not afraid of, you know, this coming year. I'm actually embracing it. And I understand... That's what everybody
1: should do, John.
2: Yeah. There's a tremendous amount of pain out, out there right now. There's real hardship. But we have to help each other get through it. This is the time to really start pulling for one another. And stop competing against one another. Stop trying to grab as much as we can grab for ourselves put ourselves out there in a way that says, yes, I'm here to serve. And there is no greater joy than being able to serve humanity. It's a wonderful, wonderful
1: thing. You know, I, I had an interesting experience. And again, if you guys want to join the show, is one 298 5569 I have a wonderful producer, one 298 5569 taking your calls. Feel free to call us. You know, we we're engaging in such an, I think, very interesting conversation uh, and a topic that that has to do with all of us. I'm just going to tell you something: the way the world works. You know, I was, um, I had an experience John knows about. Uh, I don't know if you guys love animals, but I'm a big animal lover, and I um, lost my dog uh, um, on the trip from New York to Florida. He jumped out of the car somewhere in um, Petersburg, Virginia. And I was begging everybody from help. Uh, and unfortunately, nobody seems to want to help me, nor the police, nor the people at the animal control. Um, you know, and then I, I said, there's only one way. I have to do it myself. And I found my dog after six days of my dog being um, without food, you know, in the forest. And I went straight there. Now, remember, there's like 15th forest there. (laughs) And everybody was guiding me in the wrong direction. I had some people that sympathized with me and gave me the information. Oh, the dog is 20 miles away, 30 miles away, 15 miles away from where the dog was lost. And it cannot be. It cannot be by knowing my dog. And then intuitively, I went there and I saw my dog in the mud, you know, and I had to go there I, I screamed for help, but you know unfortunately nobody was helping me so I had to do it myself. But I'm so glad that, that I was able to save the life of my dog I was so suspect. Y'all
3: it's the myth. Have you ever wanted more for yourself
4: or your family? Are you prepared to take your life to the next level? Have you ever had that feeling or heard that little voice telling you that you can be so much more? Let empowerment psychic Linda Dickinson help you to embrace your own power. Visit Linda at InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096 for your private session and start living your life to the max. Be sure to listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show and call in to connect with your guides.
3: Begins.
1: Uh, yes, I was talking about my dog. So, uh, yeah, I found my dog. As I said, I heard that a police guy he beat this dog pretty badly because he looks like a fox. Uh, but anyhow, he's okay now. He's with me. And I'm so excited. And I, I am very grateful because many of my friends were praying for me, and John was praying for me. and find the dog and i I just talking about the divine intervention and talking about the fact that you should never give up on hope and uh, when we should treat um, each other differently and we should love these animals and honor them exactly like every living creature it's so sad that we are not uh, together in, in 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 this helping each other process you know I'm just so disappointed, but I hope this will change, and talking about change, I hope that humanity is going to come together. I I do believe that that's the only way for us to survive when, as I said, the rest of the system uh, might collapse, but sticking together and being one, uh, and I think that's one of the reasons we resonated so much with Michael Jackson's message of we are the world, and we are the one, and we are the children, and we should love each other, because... uh, it's something that we need so badly. I think I'm going to go to Kathy. Is Kathy with us? Yeah, let's go to Kathy. She's on the phone right now. She Hi, my have... Kathy. Oh, hello. hello Kathy. How are you? Oh, it's so good to talk to you.
0: I'm so grateful that you called the show. Yes. Well, uh, you asked for a comment or an idea of uh, sure, maybe absolutely. how... Absolutely. Okay. So um, uh, mine is uh, at eleven eleven each day or each, you know, yeah each day. And there's two 1111s, um, in the a.m. and the p.m., and for one minute at 11.11 11 each day, if if, if everyone could uh, forgive someone unforgivable for the first 15 seconds, and the next 15 seconds forgive themselves, and then the next 15 seconds love someone unlovable, and for the next 15 seconds they love themselves. So they do this in their mind, you know, they just send a prayer to themselves, and for that one minute, if everyone did that every hour in because there's all the different time zones, there would always be a prayer going out for themselves and for others. And if if one helps themselves and prays for themselves, it goes out to others, right?
1: Oh, isn't that beautiful? That's a beautiful um, I love it. Mm-hmm. You know and people always say that I see more eleven eleven. Like you look at the clock and you see eleven eleven and you pay attention. And right. I don't know, Kathy. Do you know the meaning of eleven eleven? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And it, it means that uh, the
0: God's listening. That's what my interpretation is. That there's portals up to heaven, straight up
1: to heaven, and that they listen a little more. Well, well let me tell you a little bit more about eleven eleven because I wrote a book that is called Eleven Principles, based on the fact that we are in the eleven house of Aquarius we have a president in the white house whose numerology is 11 his wife is an 11 his running mate is an 11 hillary clinton has all the planets in the 11 house uh december 21st 2012 if you if you add the numbers together equals an 11 wow. september 11 everything is associated with 11 which is the number of enlightenment oh. is the number of the new beginning is the number of uh, of um a new era. It also, uh, Buddha was an 11, Jesus Christ was an 11, um, Bill Clinton is an 11, uh, Al Gore is an 11, Martin Luther King is an 11. Is that a coincidence, or all of these people in position of power have something to do with the changes that are happening in the world? Very good. Very so good. I dude. found that this is very interesting. So the fact that you talk about doubling this 11. And the fact that 11 means that enlightenment when people can forgive, people can come together and, and receive the prayer and healing. And we need to heal the world, Kathy. I cannot agree with you more. And I think that what you said and the way you said it, and I think uh, this is genius, and I think this, this I'm going to continue to, to spread this word to people. I think that if people will listen and put it on your... Do you have a website, Kathy? Um, I have a face page. I put I put yeah. it on my face page. Put it um, on your face page. I Get with me on my Facebook. Let's put it on my Facebook. Let's spread the word out there. Let's make this be like um, one of this extraordinary way to, to, to connect the people. What do you think, John?
2: I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. And, I, I, you know, our practice is we try to do something very similar to that every day. Uh, and we, we do it many times. Uh, my My philosophy is whenever it comes into your head... You know, do it. You know, try to send that prayer, send you know, send that forgiveness and that love. Uh, but I love the idea of they having a set time to do it because if people are doing it, uh, the the power builds. It becomes a it becomes a greater use of consciousness. Yeah. So I, I just think it's a terrific thing. Did you invent Even that? Even
1: two thousand and nine was a number eleven. Even this year in itself was you add two plus nine is an eleven. So this year was the year of eleven. What, what did he just say? He said, I something. said that did 2009, you, the year right. 2009, carried the energy of the number 11. Right, right. No, what the man said.
2: Yeah, what. the question was uh, is this something that you invented?
0: Yes, that's something that I've been working on for quite some time. I, I, um, I've, I've put it on my, um, after my name on my uh, emails. Mm-hmm. And it's just something that I, I felt that, you know, for that one minute, You've, you've got one minute to just ponder, and so it, for the first fifteen seconds, thought. if they just uh, forgive somebody unforgivable, and then forgive themselves, and yeah. then love someone unlovable, and then love themselves, and then send out a, a prayer to the p- planet in the end, and how powerful that could be! Oh, uh, it's, it's amazing! Powerful. Yeah. It's okay, just so beautiful
1: and so powerful, Kathy. You, you're just such a wonderful person. Yeah, And am so kind of that you called the show. Do you have any other okay. comment or anything else?
0: Well, I've talked to you before, and you did tell me that I had something going on with um, the Internet, and so I'm still working on it, and I'm hoping to start up uh, something where we can help each other pay our bills. So somehow I've got this um, dear bill that, mm-hmm. um, that if there's people out there that have a bill to pay that can't pay their bills, that, um, that they write their story. And that if they write their story and, and send it to Dear Bill, Paying It Forward to 2 that I'm hoping that there will be others that would want, like to help them pay a bill and that they would come forward to offer to pay someone's bills. So, wow. Because I know there's a lot of people out there that would love to give and exactly. would love to pay it forward. And there's a lot of people out here that are struggling to pay our bills. Mm-hmm. And so if everyone a lot of could people just, out there. Yeah. 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 So... Um, but I'm on uh, Facebook, and so they could go to uh, Dear um, Paying It Forward two two two, Dear Bill at Gmail.
1: Oh my God, this is great! Yeah. I I just so much love it. Thank so you. This is so exactly much. what okay. we did with me. You mm-hmm. Okay, you guys have a good day. Oh well, listen, oh, have a wonderful twenty ten, and keep me posted and just become my friend on Facebook. And I want to spread this this extraordinary, you know. Um I don't even know how to call it. Genius idea and 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 project that we can all be part of it, okay? Okay. Cool. I love you, Very Kathy. Great. All right, you betcha. Bye-bye. Right. Okay, bye-bye. And again, any of you want we have another caller? Anybody wanting to uh, co- make a comment or be part of the show? So, uh So, John, um what do you think um uh, what do you think of this entire Tiger Woods story?
2: Oh, I, <laughs> I'm really down on it.
1: Uh, and I, I want to pr- tell you why, because I don't really want to make comments on people's life, you know? Yeah. But I thought it was very interesting, everything that has to do with this man, because it, it, when, when celebrities come like this in the public eye, having a problem, I always question what is that that we globally learn about? Because this guy was so perfect, you know, he, everything about he was self-disciplined, uh, Everything uh, he never made a mistake look good in his life, but underneath the surface there was a totally chaotic life. No, oh, absolutely, it and, was all an illusion. What are we learning? Is not about him. It's it's that the yeah. world we are living in, you know, and everything seems so good from from the surface. You know, we have to look underneath the surface. This is this was the the learning lesson. For humanity, well, we like to pretend that everything is okay and under control. But actually, it isn't. No. It's so you know, that's I'm, I'm like really in someone's it. life, you know, looking at it. All of you listening, looking in your own lives, you know, looking to what's happening globally. Do you think you're safe? Do you think that our financial, our, your job, you, you can trust that? Are you okay? Do you feel safe? Well, look beneath the surface. It might not be... Um, what it appears to be. So that's, I think, that the whole message about Tiger Woods or the message that um, this movie, Precious, has. Have Did you see the movie?
2: No, I haven't seen it yet, Carmen.
1: Because it's interesting, I... that it all has to do with our life, with the fact that um, we have big problems and, and we p- pretend that we don't have them. But if you see a movie like this that that shows you that... No matter how hard life is, you have to take the life as it is. And, you know, you you just have to um, accept that no matter how harsh life it is, you have to face it. And, And, And we're in that situation. We're in that boat where life is tough and things are not the way they appear to be. And we have to dig underneath. And we have to go there to the root of the problem. And then, as you said, together we can actually... Solve the problem, and we can make things so much better.
2: And and that's the only way that it can be. uh, Because in all of these times, uh, as difficult as they are and as much pain as there is, there are also opportunities. Exactly. And and we have to be able to look at the situation and not judge it as being good or bad. Just say, it just is. And in that, we have to say, okay, fine. What is the opportunity? What is the lesson here? How do I turn this into something that can be a, you know, a very beautiful thing? Not only for myself, but for all of humanity. And, and those opportunities are there in every situation. And it doesn't mean that there isn't pain and a lot of hurt and sometimes irreparable damage. But the fact is, there still remains that opportunity because everything in the universe is in balance. And it's not all just destruction. If there's destruction, there's creation. And that's the way it works. They're constantly in balance.
1: Now, John, I want you to give uh, our listener the, um, your website, if you can, and, and let's talk a little bit about your book.
2: <laughs> well, my website is spiritwords.com. And that's uh, words with an S, spiritwords.com. And it talks about my healing practice, but it also has a section on the, on the book. I decided years ago, Carmen, to, uh, to write a novel, and I wanted to write a novel that was about spirituality. And uh, the book is about an Italian televangelist and a pharmaceutical magnate who tried to force the second coming of Christ by using the DNA on the Shroud of Turin. And while the book is primarily fiction, most of the information that's in there is actually factual. And it becomes a real interesting story about how we question the world around us. It's all about uh, the use of understanding of what's illusion and what's faith and what's possible and not possible. And taking personal responsibility and joining in to the fight, even if it seems that it's impossible to accomplish. And in the end, it turns out to be a heck of a good read.
1: Oh, absolutely. I, I... Recommend your book um, to everybody, and I think that um, if they go to your website, they actually can purchase the book now. From yeah, and site. they get it
2: at Amazon or Barnes and Noble or any bookseller in America. And the title is the Next Testament.
1: I was going to talk much more, but we're going to take a break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a minute.
3: These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
4: Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com.
3: Do you suffer from insomnia, body aches, fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, or anxiety? You may be dealing with unmanaged stress. The Stress Detective looks for the hidden messages within your stress and partners with you to create a wellness program to dismantle stress from the inside out. Learn to manage your stress, and you can stop illness in its tracks. Call Susan Tyler at 888-629-4949 or visit StressDetective.net.
5: Now it's the time for you to create the life you want to live. Tap into unlimited possibilities and be the masterpiece you're meant to be. Hi, I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, your personal growth expert and co-host of the Breakthrough interview series. Step into your full greatness on The Dr. Pat Show. With the eye of an artist, the heart of a poet, and the brilliance of a scientist, I'll show you how to dig up the road, pave the road, walk the road, and be the road to your full greatness. I'll tell you What the secret didn't tell you Which myths hold you back And what hidden talents and skills you need To thrive in these challenging times I'll help you easily transform your life From the inside out Now is the time to get to where you really want to be And I'm here to help you get there Listen to Step Into Your Full Greatness On The Dr. Pat Show And go to MelodyIvory.com For free articles, poetry, and affirmations That's MelodyIvory.com
1: Talking about 2010 and also talking about my new book, The Eleven Eternal Principles. So, which of these eleven eternal principles, just for you to know, the number one principle is the law of totality. All peoples and all creatures are one, and we all united with the divine. This is something that we should remember every second to bring that and infuse that divinity within ourselves and acknowledge that we are together. And most likely now, more than ever, we are together. We're in the same boat. We have to understand either we do the work or we might have to suffer the consequences because this civilization might come to an end. And it all depends if we will be able to cross the bridge to the next step or we will probably all perish that's also a possibility we'll live in the field of possibility so first principle law of totality second principle the law of karma boy that's the number one law of spirituality uh, what you do and what happens to you is the result of your soul choices to come to earth and learn the lesson it needs to learn um, A while back, two, three years ago, we were talking about the law of attraction, but the law of attraction doesn't work without these other laws and relies so much on the law of karma. So remember, the law of karma, very powerful. There's your karma, your family, there's global karma, there's present karma, past karma, accumulated karma. Try to learn much more about it is very powerful. You find all of this is my new book. So the third principle, the law of wisdom, as I said, we value knowledge over wisdom. This is wrong. Thousands of years ago, by the time of the Greek, we we valued wisdom. There was so much wisdom in everything we did. So remember, wisdom is knowing what you can and cannot change. Accepting limitation in this reality and choosing to use your suffering As a tool for learning about yourself and growing growing spiritually, as John said, it's all about growing spiritually in order to cross this bridge to the new level, to the next world that is about to to begin. So the fourth principle, the law of love, the pure love, the unconditional love that heals your karma and, and, and heals your hatred and reminds you about your divine nature, that... The natural gift, that, that gift that of God is that Kathy was talking about. So we have to learn to love each other unconditionally and forgive each other. That's what love is all about. The fifth element, the law of harmony. There's divine order in the universe, and we are meant to be in harmony with everything and everybody. So remember that every day again. So the sixth principle, law of abundance. Abundance, oh, we every day complain that we don't have enough, but abundance is the energy state then manifest material wealth more important than forms of wealth. So think of what's important to you. Think of what you think in your life like abundance. Rethink that idea. The law of attraction, the universe works with us to bring what we desire. Absolutely, but we have to remember to fix the law of karma, to to live in abundance, to create harmony, and, and to implement the true, pure love in your life in order to be able to attract what you desire. The law of evolution, God intends us to continually evolve to a higher state of consciousness, and that's exactly what's happening to, to us as we speak right now. And that's the reason of the show, and that's the reason that we're all here on the planet, to evolve, to, to take this civilization to the next step, to our consciousness to the highest level. The law of manifestation, you can definitely bring things in your life. if You know how to manifest things. But the power to manifest what you desire is your birthright. And we are constantly co creating reality with the help of the divine. The ten principle, the law of destiny, we are a florid creature. We are here to reunite with God through our suffering and choose to take human form in order to purify souls. Get rid of karma and reunite, as I said, with all eternity. Remember that. That's what destiny is all about. Life is actually pretty short, and what you do when you go through life, you try to reunite with that with that God, that infinite, that eternal, that Elohim, that power of the forever. The, the, in the last principle, the 11, is the law of no, non-locality. We can define the laws of time and space because this is man made and participate in the co-creation of the seemingly impossible. So as John told me, and I learned from John that everything is possible, in the universe, because we live in the field of infinite possibilities. So I hope that I was able to a little bit, you know, um, create an interest in this book. And you can find my book everywhere, every source Borders, Barnes & Noble. You can find my book online. You can find my book at Amazon. You can buy it from my site, carmenhara.com. And I hope you will enjoy, because I think that we need something like that that gives us hope and makes us understand how to change the way we think, how to change the world we are living in one person at a time. And uh, if you still want to talk, I think we have like uh, probably three more, four five minutes left. one That's the number to call the station. I'm filling in for Dr. Pat today. I love Dr. Pat. She's just such an amazing, remarkable, wise and extraordinary woman. And, um, Um, I aspire to be like her, and I uh, want you guys to to connect with me and continue to connect with Dr. Pepp, continue to connect with John Sweeney, and all the people in the world who mean well and want to do the work. So, um, John, what would be your message for our listeners for 2010?
2: Take responsibility, look at things in the long term, and create wisely for all of us. You can't create for yourself. Whatever you create, you're creating for all of us. And I think this is a really good time to work in unison. I think we all have to work together because we can make this happen. We can make 2010 either a disaster or we can make it a wonderful year. And the choice is up to us. So what will we choose? I know what side I'm coming on, but I think each person needs to decide for themselves. What are you going to do? What side do you stand on? And I would hope that uh, all of the people in our government, in both Congress and Senate, and both parties would learn to work together in, in 2010. Because without that, we're cooked. With that, we can do anything.
1: And, you know, my message for 2012 and for all um, uh, the, for everybody listening is that I want you guys to acknowledge that all of humanity is undergoing a monumental transformation an evolution of consciousness and you can be part of it. As Kathy said, you know, you can, you can be there raising the consciousness, but acknowledge that you have to step out of here and you have to create a hope. Be kind to mother earth. That's so significant. You know, honor, honor our home planet. As I said, we're abusing our home planet. And that's why the planet responds to, to our energy, not in the best way, reach out to each other, find common ground, To me, it's so relevant because this is the only way to have a peaceful intention whenever you interact with others, but reach out to each other now is more significant than ever in the last thousands of years in our evolution. Apply the 11 principles. Stop trying to fight the world, as I said. Apply the law of wisdom. Apply the law of love. Apply it in your life, the unconditional love. Heal your karma. Manifesting. Learn to accept that you lived in the field of possibility that everything can be changed in your favor. Understand abundance. Understand what matters for you the most. Not the bank account that you might not have tomorrow. You'll wake up without a bank account. Uh, But appreciate that has value, you know. And work on your own self. Value, as I said, wisdom over knowledge. Because we're embracing opinion and knowledge and not wisdom. Be introspective. Slow down, listen, and process the information that comes in, not just through other people, but from the voice of your winner wisdom and in, intuitive mind, because then you won't be distracted by your fears. So I am sending you all my love. Best wishes for 2010 together with John Sweetie and Dr. Pad. I'm Carmen Hara on Contact Talk Radio. God bless you, and happy, happy new year.
4: exciting news for alternative talk 1150 listeners it's a new day with don stansfield is moving to a new time and will now be heard four days a week starting january 4th the don stansfield show it's a new day can be heard monday through thursday 4 to 5 p.m that's right even more of don's inspiring conversations and guests mark your calendars we're excited starting in january the don stansfield show every monday through thursday 4 to 5 p.m it really is a new day
3: Been there, done that? It's time for a change.
5: Hi, I'm Rob Spears.
3: And I'm Brenda Michaels, and we're the hosts of Conscious Talk, radio
5: that makes a difference. If you're ready to engage life, expand consciousness, and ride the wave rather than be bowled over by the incredible changes that are upon us, then join us Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. on KKNW, 1150 a.m. or 98.9 HD3. Or ConsciousTalk.net, where together we'll forge the new human being.